0: Hi everyone, it's Stephanie from Cutting Through the Noise, and today we are here with Chris, the owner and founder of Wilhelmina Hair Salon. and. Cameron Pine, the Cameron Pine, the editor editor and creative director at InStyle, Style Icons and Hair Festival. Thanks guys for coming on the show today.
1: Thanks for having us. Thank you very That's much. Nice to see you, Stephanie.
0: Thank you. Lovely to meet you too. I'm so excited to talk about um, this topic today. I think it's uh, really top of mind, especially this the current times that we're in and what we've just you know kind of been through but also um i think just you know ongoing um what what uh this can mean to the industry and you know and other industries and people in general Um, but today uh, we're going to talk about the topic that is team culture and mental health and, um I guess I just wanted to start. I know Cameron, you and I um sort of talked about this quite a bit, and um, you have obviously had many conversations with Chris as well. Yeah. Um, but let's get let's get um I guess your opinions on on what's happening and and where we can um, improve things.
2: Yeah, I feel like um, you know, I think um the reason I thought Chris would be great to jump on this, you know in in salon world in the last twenty years of observing culture and what gets spoken about and what doesn't get spoken about i think it definitely is really changing in terms of that um conversation with everyone wanting to be heard and and not judged for what what they say and i think in the salon space and the culture of the workplace it's really important um to have that space to create an environment that's a safe space for everybody to um, talk about things openly um, and I think that's something, obviously, through building a salon culture that Chris is obviously um, is exceeding, and he's got a lot of ideas and different little strategies that we'll talk about today that I think all lean into the fact of um, individual mental health and then collectively as a salon, the, the mental health of, of how the salon comes together. Um, I think you've, you've got two ways to look at it. So, Chris, tell me a little bit about – you mentioned um, – you said you know you've sort of mentioned that staff just want to be heard and it's it's about that conversation so how, how does that sort of play into your daily life as a salon owner now
1: so cam look when we first opened the salon with recently turned five Um, one of my big things was having a really positive work-life balance um, what we implemented from really early on there was uh, i guess we heard from a lot of hairdressers being overworked and underpaid and so It was always, it's always been at the top of my agenda to look after my staff and to pay them correctly. Um, What we've been able to do as the business has grown, we've been able to bring on a really big team, um, which has meant that we can have quite a flexible roster. So all of the team at Wilhelmina, everyone works four days a week. Um, Some people will will work Tuesday, have Wednesday, and then work Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and vice versa. Some people work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But I really need to sort of hammer home here that the most important part for me about having this sort of style of flexibility, you do need to have a big team to be able to make it work so that you can effectively keep revenue um, as constant as you possibly can throughout the weeks. And that's been the biggest challenge for us with all of this flexibility and having all of these incredible hairdressers, keeping the revenue constant so we can still pay the bills and everything um, that comes with the business. And
2: I think that's the other thing, too, because it comes around the individual. Obviously, I mentioned the individual and collectively as a salon, but about the purpose. And the thing is, often, you know, everybody in that salon environment that you have working with you, they all need purpose in their own way. They need to know what that that purpose is and they need to feel valued for that. And often that's the meat. It's often not the reward. It may not even be financial, but the purpose of why am I here? Am I happy with my work-life balance? Am I happy with my environment? And often, more than anything, yes, the conversation comes up about money and people wanting to be paid more, but when it comes to resilience and mental health, I feel like that's actually above all the most important. Um, and if you get that right, then you get the balance of that individual right. Then the rest of it just comes. Would I be right in saying that? Or
1: Absolutely. And, and mental health is such an important part of the workplace now. And I, I really pride myself on having a great relationship with all of my team members. And so much so that we sort of sit down once every three months. I, I do every three months and we sort of um, find out where everyone's at and find out what their goals and things are like that. And, and recently we sat down and had a chat um, my first, my quarter one chats with my team and like what kept coming up was a really cool, calm, relaxed work environment to be in. And I mean, here's me like, oh, good, they're going to want more money and they're going to want more opportunities and things like that. But a lot of the people, one of their, the, their things where I want to come to work and be in a nice, calm, caring work environment where the whole team is connected. So for me as a business owner, being able to keep this, dare I say, Feng Shui through the team has been, um, my my quarter one challenge this year um but i'm really enjoying it and really sort of making sure that those team members that want to have a, a really calm work environment to come into we do uh, and i mean as business owners we, we always want to try and get the absolute most out of our team but for me sometimes getting the most of our te- out of our team is taking a step back and perhaps booking them one or two less clients a week but um repay like they they will they will repay the faith with you and stay with you for a lot longer and i mean we're always trying to get these kpis but again we want a a healthy and happy team and so maybe it's about not booking as many people in and and letting them enjoy the process and enjoy the creative process of, of working on um clients and being creative so
2: yeah i think you get you know with each individual you get to work out what their you know their level of resilience is and how they like things to be done and i think that's all about engagement and keeping staff as you said you've kept you know, pretty much all your staff in this time since you've opened um, as well. But can I just talk a little bit about obviously, you know, showing up for yourself and even as a leader, you know, things that you've done, because obviously, you know, you can't show up for your team as almost a mentor and a boss if you're not setting out those boundaries and, as a leader yourself and making time for yourself. And I know you've mentioned you've been trying to obviously do that. And I think in a challenging environment at the moment with salons, things are really tough. You know, it's a lot of things affecting the bottom line from increasing costs and staff and all of these complications. I think it's even harder to make sure you are getting that time still for um, yourself. So, how are you sort of going about that, and how are you trying to ensure that you're topping that up as well?
1: All right. So let us go deep. Let's go really deep here. Um, I like to consider myself a really positive person. Um, towards the end of last year, like there was there was lots going on, lots going on at home, um, lots going on in the business, and and it was it was just a really tricky time. And my team could actually sense they're like, look, you need a break. Um, I guess what I sort of did, I went home and and reflected with my wife. And I mean, like, what can I do better? How can I be a better person? How can I be a better leader? And I guess we're always analyzing ourselves and and wanting to do better. Um, I took uh, two and a half weeks off over Christmas Um, Believe it or not, I've just started running again. I used to be a runner when I was younger, and I've been doing a lot of running um, with the goal of potentially doing the Sydney Marathon in September with one of my friends. Uh, And to be able to have that monotony for me running out on the road and it just allows me to keep a really clear head and think about the day, think about business, think about my life and think about my family. It's really, it's brought me back, brought me back to life and really rejuvenated me. And um, I'm not drinking, um, I'm not going out at all. I'm hanging out with my kids on the weekend and just really trying to live a balanced, a well-balanced life. Uh, and my team has like, has really noticed and they're like, they can't believe the change uh, in me since last year to now. So really taking care of myself and implementing these things in my life where um, they, they are, me they're not for anyone else they are my things um and to be completely honest at the moment they are non-negotiables um like my gorgeous wife she's she's here to support me and um i'm like cassie i need to go running now and i'll go for an hour run and and it really she notices a difference when i can when when i come home as well so that's been a real um big tick in my my young managerial career which i'm really happy
2: about the the balance is different for everyone you know that yes that's the balance you've made that decision based on what you feel you need and it's interesting it's different for everyone and you did you did mention you know um um, when we've had discussion before about the four-day working week, and for hairdressers in particular with long days and long hours if that's something that i mean tell me a little bit about how you feel that's important now more than ever as well
1: Again, what the feedback from the team was the, when we first opened was that everyone wanted a work-life balance. Um, and so it's really funny. I, I said earlier on in the podcast that um, let's take away, maybe you, you'll, you'll let, let a team member do one or two less clients a week. But what we've found from a productivity point of view, if people are only doing four days a week, they, they're motivated to do lots of hair and have a really full book. They're not sitting there and dragging their heels and, you know, it's late night on a Thursday and you're trying to get another client in them, in with them and they, they don't want to do it. They want to do it because they're having ample time off. And to be completely honest, some of my team members are having three days off in a row every single week. Like productivity for me, when when they're at work, they are, are working really, really hard because they've got days off and they're enjoying their life on the weekend. I'm not yeah, taking this out of a meter I'm, cam, you know. I'm, I'm,
2: this is the thing, the traditional weekend... When you think about it, you know you've got two days generally, or even sometimes less for some people. Um, one of those days is taken up with the personal admin of life, which is not necessarily topping up your cup. And then you go back into the work week again without having that nourishment um, back to the back to the bottom. You know, and I think that relates. You know, I, I relate to that a lot, especially through you know an ordinary work week of five days, and then weekend events and conferences and some weeks it might even be a go a whole month before you actually feel like you get that time to eject a little bit and have that reflection so i think if it's something that you can do on a weekly basis um the overall morale in the salon and the team that you know being happy to be there um is a massive thing
0: do you think as well that maybe you know i guess the way that we live our lives these days we're connected to our phone all the time we're constantly communicating you know um it's it's a it's nonstop, you know. I think mentally, we almost need that extra time.
1: I think I think jumping there, extra space. It, it's really important. I, I just want to jump back to what Cam said, Steph. Keeping your cup full, as as a, as a, like anyone in life, but as a salon owner specifically, it it is really important that we go away on the weekends and and really look after ourselves because it, it is such a hectic job running a salon. Um, and I'm sure that a lot a lot of salon owners, if they knew how hectic it was before they went into it, they most probably wouldn't have done it. So keeping our cup full and doing really enjoyable things for ourselves is so important and more important than ever. Um, it is getting more and more, it getting harder, harder and harder and harder to get um, team members on board with salons. So to be a manager, to be a leader and to be in a really positive headspace is more important than ever. It really is. And I think that that difference that, that differs differs for everyone. I mean, what
2: um, that expectation of what means something to you is different, but you have to understand that you know it's different for every team member. Organizing a lunch or a boat party or a day on you know to have a drink drinking or whatever is not appealing to everybody, but it's it may not, it it's not. so traditionally these perks and what we would, would relate to as being an advantage of working somewhere and they're, they're different. And, and so, I think you know where I look at that now it's it's about understanding all your different team members they all have different things that top them up at least you need to understand that and you need to create allowances without trying to sort of blanket a one size fits all in this is your benefit and this is where the benefit ends and i think keeping a staff member and keeping a team now that's it's really important and some would see that as being complicated and messy and demanding and people want everything and they want this and that but I mean, I talked to Stephanie about this before we were on a flight together and she got me talking about boundaries and then I wrote an article about it and then uh, she's like, that was my idea. And it sort of (laughs) triggered me because it it made me think a little bit about my own boundaries and how, you know, the expectation of what Steph just said before about being on your phone and being available all the time, a lot of the time is yes, that's true. Then we also have a lot of the expectation. It's all our own expectation. A lot of the anxiety and this mental anxiety that's created is often our own. It's ourselves. It's actually nobody else. But if we don't have a way to process it, we go into situations with other people and we take it with us, which is to work, to the salon, we blame someone else and say, oh, well, I'm it's your fault that I'm feeling like this. When a lot of the time, you know, you know, we can sometimes eject or put our phones down or take that extra fifth day off or third day off, sorry, week. But that often our own expectation plays on it, where we feel like we have to be showing up more. And I think it needs to be okay to to not show up sometimes and just to go, I'm having a moment, I'll let's get back to, we'll get back to that later. Or today's not the day. And I think as a as a boss you need to know that you're not not everyone's going to be willing to talk about everything. Um that you know it's it, sometimes it's a long process of being a conversation that starts somewhere and it might not finish for a very long time. But I think you have to be aware. Would that would that be correct?
1: Oh Cam, that's a lot to digest, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that's like a, that's a lot to digest. That's that's the thing, <laughs> no. <laughs> mate, that is a multitude of different things, oh, Yeah, mate. <laughs> Well, let's just pick one, one colour of the rainbow (laughs) and go with it. Mate, that is a multitude of different things. Look. (laughs) Use that word unpack. You say, how would you like to unpack that? Cam, how would you like (laughs) to unpack that? How would you like for me to unpack that? (laughs) Maybe just start with the expectation of the
2: individual. And I think you know it comes down to skills and a lot of the focus is let's start with that is fo- is fo- is focused on the salon and their skill as a salon as an expectation and how they're upskilling and uplearning that way but what about how what about all the other parts of them as an individual so i think
1: maybe well, you can i jump know. can i jump in there i actually yeah. want to have a talk about that so again when i first started the salon it was it was seemed like the norm to go and chuck a couple of 100 bucks at the the um, pub on a Saturday night and everyone went out and sort of um, had a few drinks and got pissed and had a good time. It was recently brought to my attention, again, this is keeping everyone's cup full. We've One of my salon managers um, doubles up as a yoga teacher. So we've, we've actually got written into her contract now once a month. Um, she's coming in and she's doing a yoga class for the team. And this is really – it's really interesting bringing a bringing team together and bringing these bonds together, keeping the team closer and closer, doing a yoga class, one yoga class a month has just, just brought everyone together as one, as a unit. And being able to practice that and, and breathe in slow and, and exhale and things like that and doing it as a group, it, it sort of builds this weird bond that um, you wouldn't necessarily get at the pub on a Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, funny, you it's, diff- you- it's a different
2: level of connection. I think mm. parties and alcohol create superficial connection, mm. meaningful things with breath work and slower pace, create, you know, meaningful connections. So, you know, I think we've recognised that the that, that two are just as important as each other. And, you know, the old idea about networking with your peers, you know, we used to talk about events. Well, it's not about networking. It's about actually finding human beings that you connect with and through practices such as more mindful practices, like you say, yoga with the team every month and, um, you know, a bunch of other things that you can do together that's not a party you sense. know
1: you know what it's, even sitting down and this is like the easiest thing we've got an outside area at work um we we meet twice a year we do a by agm by annual general meeting uh, and it was mentioned um at the last one um speaking about mindful phone use what has been a real success with my team is everyone communicates really well uh, what i noticed towards the end of last year everyone was just sort of sitting around on their phone so we sort of we talked about it at, at the meeting and now The team is sitting down outside and being like Instagram is a big part of what we do now, but everyone's sitting down and talking and communicating and not just necessarily on their phones. And we've got we've got a group WhatsApp. And if there is a group of people sitting around on their phones, it's always filmed and put put on the WhatsApp and sort of we call each other out and hold each other accountable, which is really nice for a team of um, individuals to be able to do that and say, hey, like we're all sitting down, let's have a chat, get off the phone.
2: Well, the phone's to go to when you're not really connecting with people and because um, it's it's very confronting. And even at dinner or in a social environment with people, everyone gets on their phone at some stage because what happens is you can only hold connection for so long. And I think in a salon environment you're around people all day and you've got clients all day. Sometimes it's really hard to then focus. And I think you need to be aware of, you know, that difference between You know holding the connection and focusing and then or just being or just showing up sometimes we can just show up and we're not really there and i think those are meetings as you say they're times that hey yes guys you've got to show up but we're actually all here and when we're not on our devices and we're listening actively listening to each other um which i think it all comes down to communication which then and
1: having cam having good communication speaking well looking into each other's eyes talking together breathing together i mean it sounds so silly but we we don't do it as much anymore because of phone usage and and being connected connected as one is so important keeping a team together building bonds building those long-term bonds having a talk telling a funny dad joke people love that sort of stuff it's it's not about how many likes we're getting it's not it's not about how many um hits we're getting on our website page connection true connection comes through really good good communication and I can yeah. really honestly say that my team and I have really mastered the art of really good communication which I'm I'm really really proud of.
2: Yeah, I think as well because when you when you want something from somebody it's often very hard to hold that eye contact and as you say I think if in in a team in an environment it's often it's pull between expectation and reality and what they want and the and the boss or the leader always been saying, well you know i need something from them but if you have this regular open channel of connection with them what that creates over time is less that i don't need anything more from you i don't want more money i don't want i just w- want to be here with you and then it shifts the focus away from you just being a boss and a salon owner and i think you probably would agree that then you just become like a friend and a mentor and that you just happen to be the canvas that these people all work within and i think um from a salon point of view you know, yes, we've got all these challenges, but I think you're an example of somebody who's made a choice to go beyond. And when you make a choice, then often then you have a more powerful um, effect on, on your your success. And I think that's that's how I would summarize um, that for you, if that makes sense. Yes. Uh, <laughs>
1: it gets me all emotional because can I be really honest with everyone like all all I ever wanted to do was have happy hairdressers in my salon that's all I ever wanted to do and and to be to have those really kind words said to me Cam it really does mean a lot so thank you thank you yeah and look I look I I,
2: absolutely and and, you know I can see that and I think you know that comes about being genuine and being vulnerable and I think um when I since I've, I've met you and got to know you over the years as well, I appreciate people that are willing to be genuine and vulnerable because that then, you know, allows for that understanding. You, you get to understand w- what the person's really like and what they would go through and how you can work together rather than just having an expectation. Um, you know, obviously we work with a lot of different people from companies to salons and it's, it's hard because we've got to be resilient and we need to get a result. But at the same time, we don't always have time to connect with people properly. And so you're going to lose people along the way. You, you know, you, you have someone that might come into your salon and it could be timing that, you know, it wasn't necessarily the wrong person, but it could have been the wrong time as well. So it's about being consistent in how you show up. And I think you've demonstrated how you do that. And and then also being consistent with the staff and creating a place that they actually just feel safe and that they don't feel like that you're going to, you know, not allow them to be to be who they are, um, you know, it's like the meat and the sandwich and the sandwich without the meat, you know, you can't have one without the other in a sense, um, or I guess you could have a vegan sandwich. But,
0: um. <laughs> and, and, Chris, That's I guess you know, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of salons, I guess, out there that, you know, um, they probably hear, hear what you're saying and they go, oh, but there's just so much going on at the moment and, you know, I, I can't get my head around even just, you know, Keeping staff, let alone put, putting people on four-day working weeks and and all that sort of stuff, and obviously, um, you know, I guess that's that's a that could potentially be a mindset thing. But what what is it, What kind of bit of advice could you give to people out there that I guess are wanting to make a change but don't know how to? And what steps could they take? Big question. Sorry.
1: <laughs> uh, I, again, I, I reckon I've got two minutes um i had a vision i always had a vision about how i wanted my salon to be to look to feel and it was a long-term vision and i've always been true to my vision and, and i guess if i could say to, to to anyone that wanted to sort of try do what we've done at Willamina is is have a goal and and never ever let your sights off that goal make sure i've, I've really pushed and pushed to achieve what i wanted to achieve and it's really only in the last sort of six months I've, I've reflected and, and been like, hey, like, how good is this? I've, I've had a vision and, and I've set out to get it and I've gotten it. Um, even though there is always so much noise going on, as you guys both know, I've just come out of the most hectic meeting ever. <laughs> yeah. It's always... Yeah. I mean,
2: can I, can, <laughs> can I answer that too? And I think it summarises as well like the word compassion and I think, you know, it's something that we all need to have and it's even more difficult to have it when we're under stress. But at the end of the day, if you come from that place of compassion and connection, um, and you're not there's no dictatorship mentality, then that will then help create that as a team and long term. And I think um, you know, it's you look on uh, a lot of online, you know, Facebook groups, industry chats. It seems to be the same questions all the time about staff or this person's leaving and going here. And at the end of the day, none of it, and look, nobody, everyone's a victim at some point in our lives of certain things that happen, but at the same time, you've still got to come from a place of compassion. You never, we're not always going to relate to what's happening, but I think if you're compassionate with your, your team and your staff and you build an environment of that, then they become compassionate as well and you have less problems in the end. Um, that's how I would sort of, would answer that i don't even have a salon but i think you relate to that i feel like as a person chris you've got a lot of compassion and that's where this whole um culture and and resilient culture that you have is i, I think really stems from it is, i
1: actually i care like i really care i really care about people and i really care about about people's lives and how coming to work does affect people's lives outside of work and i think people can sense that i, I really want i, I want people that work at Wilhelmina to enjoy their lives outside of work as well and, and at work and i care like i care <laughs> i that can't help sense. it i really do care
2: yeah you're on two percent battery and you still care i still
1: care i, <laughs> I still care i, still, I care. still
0: care well we don't want to we don't want to end this call abruptly i think uh this <laughs> this session abruptly um but um yeah i guess you know it's it's so awesome to hear i guess that the, you know I spent a lot of time on the road and I hear salons. you know they do talk about this a lot and it's it's wonderful to hear um how you got how you're transitioning and and what really what your vision is and and how you've delivered on it and and kept your your team in such a beautiful environment so cool
1: thank you I really appreciate it thank you so much it really does mean a lot that that, um we're talking about this because I feel really passionate about it so thank you
2: I love it. And thank and you, how- Stephanie. Thank
1: you for cutting through the noise. I think it's thank great. Thank you, Stephanie, and thank you for it. cutting through the noise. And thank you, Cameron Pine, as well. It's always good thank to see you. you.
0: Yes, thank you, everyone. And um, just so that just before we get off, um, any Instagrams, if they, if anyone does want to follow you and see your journey, if there is any social handles or even LinkedIn's that you want to share, just let us know. Um, if not, I can actually um, add this to the podcast so that everyone can see it as well. So. Um, do you have a handle that you want to mention on the podcast today? matts he's got, uh, Chris is gone. I
2: Chris he's is gone. gone.
1: Chris he's is gone. just, well,
2: I'm just Cameron underscore Pine. Chris is just Chris um, Hunter, I believe. I will just have a look. Um, well,
0: thank you so much, Cam, for jumping on. And thanks, Chris. I know you're not on, a, on with us now anymore because you've run out of battery, but that's okay. This is how life goes. Running a busy yeah, salon. On the
2: right between meetings, exactly. But, yeah, it is Christopher underscore Hunter. I think it actually it's Christopher double underscore um, by the looks of it. So Great. I'll yeah, add it I'm to sure the podcast um, when chat. you... Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. as
0: well. You'll be able to see it on on there. So um yeah, so thank you so much again. And thank you to all of our listeners for coming and tuning in to cutting through the noise. Make sure you stay tuned. We've got lots of new sessions coming up and we'll keep you inspired and create new ideas. And really what we are here to do is cut through the noise. So thank you all for listening and we'll see you again soon.